Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. To eat some humble pie for the next half hour or so as we uh, call on a couple of our SEN colleagues in Australia. First of all, as usual, it is uh, time to to get uh, Andrew Voss on the line with League News. But first of all, uh, we're doing a lot of post-mortem work uh, here on a weekend where we got beaten in a few areas. Uh, Vossie, but in terms of the cricket, you don't have to worry about that. You were dominant. You deserve to win. Smithy, I'm going to try and get something out of you here. Three words. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Uh, uh, oi, 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 Smithy. Come on, Smithy. Buy uh, in, mate. We're only separated by a little patch of water. That's as good as we're going to get. That's as good as you're going to get, boy. Just enjoy it. Okay. Just enjoy well, small, small offerings. Yeah. Can I, can I say this in being gracious in victory? I mean, Kane Williamson, one of the great knocks, uh, to be quite honest. Um, and so good, you know, played great spirit, uh, watched every ball, and Australia win. I mean, to be honest, there's some of us still pinching ourselves over this side of the bitch um, that Australia have won. I mean, it's been quite incredible, and, and, and so they should crow. I mean, the doubters, and, and I was one of them, Dave Warner, player of the tournament, quite extraordinary. Mitchell Marsh has found his place. Um, Josh Hazelwood, fantastic, Adam Zampa. Um, they, they've won the Cup carrying, in some ways, Aaron Finch, modest, Steve Smith, modest, but they're the World Cup champions. So there's obviously a great result in the team, only one defeat, and it was a big one to England, but this was a team that had lost its last five T20 series, Smithy. Five in a row. Yeah, like, and, and well beaten. And mind you, not the full squad all the time, but, but well beaten. Um, you had reason. You had reason to doubt them. So that even adds to the performance, I believe, or adds to the achievement that under pressure they've performed so well. Well, the, the other thing about that too, as I would imagine one of the most relieved guys, and I can, I can almost see it on his face on the balcony, uh, was Justin Langer. Leave us alone now, he's saying. Um, everything's good in the dressing room. I'm in charge. We've just won another yeah, world title. Yeah, right. Let's get on Let's get on with the ashes, eh? Leave me alone. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, it's, it's living proof, and it, I've said it many, many times over the years, but across all sport, winning, winning solves everything. Winning cures everything. Winning could beat COVID. Um, you know, Australia top of the world. Yet, you know, Hassan Ali takes that catch, catches Matthew Wade in the semi-final. Wade doesn't go six six six. Australia might be knocked out, and it's Pakistan playing the final. Look, I tell you what, that, like, if you want a contrast between winning and losing, look at the Australian team. Look at the Indian side, and the Indian side. You know, Ravi Shastri went straight for their their tired and emotional. They need a break. You know, like they're tired. They're, they're too tired. They're, they're drained. They have a World Cup. 
Well, you know, every other nation, I guess, had reason to be tired. It's been quite a tumultuous 12, 18 months of bubble and travel and all the rest. Um, and Australia, you know, you looked at their side, the form of the individuals was pretty questionable, but they've come good. Mm. Um, and others have faltered. It's, there really have been a distinct list of a list of winners and losers at this tournament. They have. They really have. Winners and losers too in the NRL trade window, the negotiation window. Uh, Brandon Smith's racking up some air points as he does his tour of duty around the place. I, I look at this and I think uh, maybe the Dolphins now on quite a lucrative offer. Oh, look, I, look I, I make this observation. I've done it a few times on my breakfast show here. I mean, Tour of the facilities, please, BS. I mean, if you're going to offer, like, if the offer for one, look, this is hypothetically speaking, if the offer, if your best offer was $500,000 better than the, than the worst offer, you think the worst offer would have any chance, even if their facilities were state-of-the-art and the best, the best offer had a gym that had sawdust on the floor? No, of course not. And facilities, please. It's all, it's all window dressing. It, it all boils down to dollars and, and where he wants to live, I think, basically. Not so much what the club can offer in terms of facilities. I think that's absolute, you know, absolute garbage. Um, so will the Dolphins pay over the odds? See, for Brandon Smith, I don't know what the, what the limit is. I'd be prepared to go a little over for him. I wouldn't be prepared to go for, let's throw in someone like Clint Gutherson. We're being told Parramatta is offering 750. Well, I don't think that'd be good business by the Dolphins if they went higher than that to sign him. I think I think Brandon Smith is worth that little bit extra. Uh, what that figure is, well, he's probably nudging that. He's well, he's definitely nudging that. Obviously, that's why there's you know it's supply and demand. There's a lot of people wanting him, and there's only one Brandon Smith. So I think he's going to do very well out of it, uh, Smithy. No matter where he ends up, um, but Queensland might be a likely base. Well, speaking of doing very well out of it, how about a 16-year-old kid by the name of Latu Fainu who has inked a four-year deal with the Sea Eagles worth, they say, around a million dollars, 16 years of age, as a playmaker? Well, I've got to say, for every deal like this I've come across, there's, there's been some catastrophic, um, well, sadly, you, you've got to label them failures, but there's been money invested on young players, and it is, look, it is just business these days, isn't it, with younger players, and they come under watch younger and younger. I mean, you know, they're looking at those, you know, 13 and 14 year olds now. Um, you know, the, the talent scouts look everywhere. And 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 bidding wars develop very early in the piece, but it, there's still no certainties. I mean, you're talking to someone who's called a lot of schoolboy football in their career. And to me, the I've seen, like, I'm, I'm literally saying, I've seen thousands of players. <laughs> and, I've, and, and a lot of those players so impressed at schoolboy level who I've never heard of again. You know, they may have got to junior reps and what have you and, and represented Australia at, you know, schoolboy level and those sorts of things, but, you know, they don't go on with it. In fact, the success rate and the conversion rate of star schoolboy player to, you know, star first grader, it's still on the, 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 the negative side of the ledger rather than the positive side in terms of percent. So, you know, it's a gamble of sorts. Good judges say that's what he's worth. Well, that's what he's worth. Is anyone worth that money at that age? Maybe not, but that's business. Okay, so uh, on the subject of money, looks like uh, uh, Newcastle's uh, veteran, uh, standout uh, half Mitchell Pearce, is off to the mm. Catalan Dragons. Now, uh, is, that, is, is the money more lucrative there? Or why is he going to end his career there? Well, Smithy, 
I'm saying, for someone who's been in the media spotlight and not always favourably, um, if I'm the Catalan bloke who's trying to uh, approach him and say, Mitchell, I want you to just close your eyes for a moment. And I want you to picture what you do on a day off while you're playing for the Newcastle Knights. Where do you go? And Mitchell's thinking to himself, oh, I go down, I catch a wave down at Merriweather Beach. And then the Catalan bloke says, well, on your day off here, take your pick. I'll arrange transport to take you to Barcelona. You can go across to uh, Monaco, or I might even take you around to uh, the north of Italy. Uh, what would you do? So I'll just say, mm. great part of the world, uh, out of the spotlight, um, still playing footy, and I think he will offer plenty on the football field. I think he, I think he's a professional in that. He'll he'll prepare. I think he'll be a star for them. But the living arrangement, I think it's a great little, it's a great little way to finish a career. Three years in the south of France, he may never come back. He might not even. He, he, he <laughs> may stay over there. Yeah. Back. Yeah. I get the I get the picture. Um, here's a um, one on this anti-vax thing, which is not going to go away. Uh, clearly, isn't. Mm. Uh, John Asiata, strongly anti-vax, it seems. He's going to yeah. walk away from the Bulldogs who are about to um, to prepare to mandate vaccination for their their franchise, their club. Well, yeah, it, it was an odd grab that came with the story um, that was written up here in Sydney. It said that John Asiata said, well, look, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd rather be a construction worker than get the vaccine. Well, you know, someone does need to explain to John what it be for truck onto that website. You've got to have the vaccine. So, you know... <laughs> It's not the NRL making the rules. It's not Canterbury making the rules. That's just the way it is at the moment. So I respect everyone's right to make their decision, read the vaccination, but it comes, it does come with consequences. And and John Asiata will have played his last game of rugby league, um, and that will be that. And that'll be the same with Nelson Asafa Solomona. We've just had an AFL player uh, yesterday. Liam Martin has um, has uh, announced his retirement because he wasn't going to get double vaccinated. Still had a year to go on his contract, so he's he's quit. He said, I'll miss my teammates, I'll miss the game, but please respect my decision and respect my privacy. So, you know, that, that's where we're at with the rugby league players and it's already happened in the AFL. Mm. That's where we're, with, uh, where, where we're with that with doctors and nurses over here. Mate, don't worry about that. Well, it's a better thing if you want to work in a supermarket here. You know, you want to work in a restaurant, if you want to work in a pub, if you want to eat at the pub. You know, you've got to have... The vaccination, and it seems like um, in other parts of the world too. I mean, if you if you you know following Europe at the moment, they're going more that way. I mean, Austria was the latest overnight. Basically, there's a set of rules for the vaccinated, and a set of rules for the unvaccinated. And um, and, and you know, they're, they're countries that sort of came out of their strictest lockdowns, maybe or certainly a lot earlier than places like Australia and New Zealand, and now are going back on that and 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 taking that really hard line approach. So, um, look at it. John Asiata, I've heard that he had some concerns because family member or someone had had a, an adverse reaction, but I'd need to know more about that, exactly what that adverse reaction is. And, you know, it, it, by the percentage terms, it is very, very few compared... You know, and, and this is fact, I'm not making it up, but there's very few, when you look at the percentage terms and effect and hospitalisation from the vaccine compared to... Hospitalisation from the COVID. So, anyway, that's his decision. Okay, we respect it, but he has to respect that the game has a stance, and so do the Bulldogs. Well, we respect your opinion, Vossi, and it's always good to catch up with you on uh, Monday morning. And to be honest, I appreciate the fact you really didn't rub it and you didn't give it to us. And 
Um, oh, no, no, yeah, no, 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 no. I thought I'm on for another 10 more minutes. Now we're going to break into some no. songs. Do you know the words to Down Under by Minute Work? Well, I thought we could have a little sing-along this morning. You know, if you get you, your slide yeah, back okay. in, let's, let's sing Down Under. Are we, are we all in? <laughs> Listeners? I'll tell you, you what's going to be a slice of... I'll tell you what's a slice of heaven when uh, Brian, our panellist, switches you off. Goodbye, Andrew. Thanks very much for your company this morning. That is a slice of heaven. It's not too bad in both those World Cups. It's all right, Smithy. Well done. <laughs> yeah, mosey on, mosey on. Off you go there, boy. Bye Thank now. you very much for your company. Thank you. Okay.